The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Make sure you stick around if you want You want to see and hear, depending on how you're taking in the show. Dinesh D'Souza, the author, movie maker, speaker, all-around smart dude. He's got a new movie coming out called Police State. You can go to policestatefilm.net to find out more about it, when it's going to be out. It's going to be next month, almost a month from now. And it'll be in theaters. Then you'll be able to download it and, and you know, buy it and whatever else after that. But we talk about what it's about. I know that Cal Serafin is in there. He's a former FBI agent who was a whistleblower on the FBI. I know Dan Bongino's in there, of course, our friend and, and a great talk show host, former Secret Service agent, plus other people that have just been targeted by this DOJ in what has become a police state. So make sure you stick around for that. We're going to talk about multiculturalism. That's multiculturalism off the top here because it's happening, and it's happening on purpose, and it's failing miserably on a Tuesday. <laughs> Let's go. Hi. Carrie, what's going on? How's it going? Making it happen. Polo's happening as well. Sam's super duper happening. Multiculturalism. It's an interesting concept. What are the dictionary definition is? Oh, it's funny what they use as a sentence, using the word in a sentence. I'll have that for you in a second. I'll show it on the screen for those who are watching. If you want to watch, you can go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now, and that'll take you right to where we're doing it, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. You can listen live. If you're not near a radio, listen, if, you, if you've got a radio station in your town, make sure you listen there because we, we enjoy having you uh, patronize those great stations and help our ratings. If you'd like to watch again, JoePags.com, click on Watch Now or JoePags.com, click on Listen Live to hear it in better than uh, FM Fidelity. So let's go. Hour three is not far away. Can't wait for hour three. It's always fun. It's always hijinks. It's always fun trying to figure out which song is going to be played, Carrie. Isn't that fun? It's like a fun game we play. Not really. It's not fun to me. I did not find it amusing whatsoever. So as, as you can hear in her voice, Carrie loves it. Absolutely <laughs> loves it. So <laughs> No, I do not. <laughs> as she not does every, every Tuesday. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Gr- growing up. I never heard the word multiculturalism or multicultural. I never heard it. I never, I never even thought about it. The saying that I that I did hear, and you did as well. Everybody watching and listening, just like Simona said last hour, was one in Rome. Do as the Romans do. That's mm-hmm. what we heard. We were told that for the simple reason that when you go and visit somewhere, understand the culture, understand the mores, understand the values. When we went to to China to adopt Gia, our daughter, our second to youngest daughter. Um, we had to make sure we understood what, what Chinese tradition was and what the laws were, what the rules were, because if we didn't, we'd be in big trouble. So I'm looking at it now, and for some reason, the West has been forced into a corner to say multiculturalism is somehow great. So I'm going to show it on the screen for those of you watching. Here's the definition, and I, and I wonder if you knew this. Multiculturalism, 
the presence of or support for the presence of several distinct cultural or ethnic groups within a society. Then for the example of using it in a sentence, they write our commitment to the values of multiculturalism. Well, therein by itself, therein of itself is the problem that Western society thinks this is somehow something we should commit to. Now, we're seeing people show up from Africa to Europe in large numbers. We're seeing people come from the Northern Triangle and other parts south of us through our southern border coming into America. And what they're bringing is their own culture. When I heard there was a Columbia flag planted somewhere in Texas today, you must be kidding me. When I see people coming across the border flying flags of Peru and Venezuela and other places, I'm thinking, go your ass back to where that flag represents. Why are you coming here? Because if you're coming here, you should adopt or adapt. You should you should make sure you understand that acclimating to our culture here in America is a very, very wise thing to do if you want to succeed here. Integrate yourself and your family into the culture of the United States of America or into Italy or the UK or fill in the blank place that are, that, that, that are being flooded by those coming here illegally, generally, by the way. You don't come here and say it's now little Peru. You don't come here and say it's now little Colombia. You don't do that. And also, when you're coming into a place, you have to understand what the value system is. Our value system is based on Judeo-Christian teachings and Judeo-Christian history and traditions, which means we have the Ten Commandments. We have the Magna Carta. We have rules that make sense, and it's these are the rules that our society goes by. And doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Christian or not, these are the rules that found this great nation. So you want to come here from fill-in-the-blank place, that's cool, A, prefer you to do it legally, B, understand we already have a culture, and C, just in recent years, we have proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that multiculturalism doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're, why would you try to make us like the place you're coming from if you're leaving the place you're coming from because it sucks? Come on. Carrie, anything on that? Uh, No, I would agree with that, actually. Did you see that they planted the Colombian flag somewhere, like made big news? It's just flying in some part of Texas. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. If you don't mind, check your news resources. Colombia flag, Texas. Let's see uh, where this happened. Let's let's get the entire story out if we can. And I'm just telling you about it. You didn't know this going in. Um, but for me, especially after talking to Simona, who just spent three months over in Europe, where they're fighting the same exact battle, Nobody is saying we don't want you to come here. In fact, the United States brings in one million legal immigrants every single year. The idea that we have to bring in two or three million more on top of that is stupid. doesn't make any sense. And it used to be that you had to honor the place where you're coming. What do you have? This is from Fox News. Migrants illegally in the United States briefly tried to claim an island in Texas by plating a foreign flag, which was quickly taken down, authorities said. The flag, which resembles the Colombian flag, was planted on the small island near Eagle Pass, Texas, which borders the Rio Grande and has seen its fair share of migrants trying to enter the U.S. and apply for asylum. The island was designated by the Texas General Land Office, but taken over by the Texas Department of Public Safety right after the expiration of Title 42, a Trump-era public health order in May. DPS Lieutenant Chris Olivares told Fox News Digital the flag was quickly taken care of by a DPS tactical marine unit, Olivares said. It was emblazoned with Robins, R-O-B-E-N-Z, according to images provided to Fox News. U.S. Representative Troy Nels from Texas commented on the video of the flag being taken down. Don't mess with Texas, he wrote. 
Texas is seeing a large increase in migrants, many from Venezuela. Thousands of predominantly Venezuelan adult illegal immigrants moved into Texas and gathered under a nearby bridge in Eagle Pass last week. Okay, so I heard about it first earlier today, and then my wife said there was an island. I said, I don't think there's an island. Mm-hmm. There's an island off the coast of Eagle, uh, of Eagle Pass, and there's an island off the coast of the Rio Grande. I guess I can't picture Yes, yeah, near near Eagle Pass, borders the Rio Eagle Pass Rio doesn't, touch, it doesn't touch. It doesn't touch the Gulf of Mexico, right? I no. don't think so. I don't no. think so. It's not on the Gulf Coast. I had no so, I mean, idea there was an island out there. But. The Rio Grande in some areas is pretty wide. There's just some freaking island in the middle of it somewhere. Uh, I'll have yeah. to I'll have to look at the video. There's got to be video of this somewhere because it's not ringing. I mean, I believe it, but it's just not something where I go, oh, that makes sense it, because it doesn't. So they decided they would plant a Colombian flag or something that was a de facto Colombian flag and say, we now own this. We hereby own this island because we can. And they thought that would work. Mm, I'm going to say yes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Didn't last very long. Come on. I mean, hello? What are we talking about here? So this is exactly the topic that I'm trying to bring home for those watching and listening. We have our own system here. We have our own culture here, which, by the way, more than any other place on earth, is a mix of a lot of cultures. But multiculturalism literally says you can have the same amount of Christianity and Judaism and Islam in any country, and that'll be fine. You can't. And I've said this before, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring home the point I just made because some of you are now confused. In this country, our laws, our values, our mores, our system is based on Jewishness and Christianity. Judo, Judo Judeo-Christian is what that means, the two of those combined. So the Old Testament, or what Jews call the Torah or the Bible, and the New Testament, which Christians call the Bible, those combined are sort of the backbone of our societal mores, values, and system and traditions. Now, in this country, thankfully for some of you who don't believe in anything, you don't have to believe in anything. Thankful in this society, you don't have to be Jewish or Christian. You can be anything you want. But the rules of our society are still the rules of our society, and they're still based on what I just said. You can be a Muslim in this country and live peacefully among the rest of everybody. But you can't make it an Islamic republic or an Islamic country. That's multiculturalism that is changing the traditions, the culture, the values, depending on what what religion you happen to be. Nope. Our foundation is Judeo-Christian. Now, according to the Constitution, worship as you see fit. By the way, fundamental Islam is completely opposing to any constitution that allows you to be anything you want to be. In other words, a theocracy could not exist here because our constitution says so. So again, if you want to be Muslim, be Muslim. If you want to be Hindu, be Hindu. If you want to be Buddhist, be Buddhist. But you can't therefore make it a Buddhist, Hindu, or Muslim society because our society is based on Judeo-Christian beliefs. And again, if you believe in nothing, it doesn't change the fact that we're based on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Stuff like don't covet, don't steal, don't kill, stuff like that. It's all right there. So having said all of that, is there anybody listening who thinks multiculturalism has been a success anywhere? Because again, it hasn't been a success here. It is not working in Italy right now. It is not working in the UK right now. Go look at any videos that are on any platform you want, and you'll see every single day... 
You've got people who are from faraway lands in Western countries telling the Western country the way it's going to be. And if they don't listen, we're going to have a big riot in the streets. You just had police in New York confronted by 45 illegals or something, and it had some big fight in the street. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> These are our laws. This is the way it works. These are our police who enforce the laws. What are you doing? You think you can show up here and just take over an island? Come on, man. You must be smoking crack. But we listen, we've been very, very light-handed about this. If we're not heavier-handed, if we're not putting our feet down, if we're not forcing people to follow the supreme law of the land, we're going to lose the land. We're going to lose the culture. And it is a great culture. The most accepting culture on the planet doesn't mean you get to change the rules. When I hear about a no-go zone in parts of Michigan, you can kiss my ass. What are you, stupid? When I hear about police based on some religion in New York, what are you, stupid? You can't be a police officer based on religion in New York. We have to put our feet down now and stop this. Multiculturalism is a bad thing. Now, many different cultures living together is fine. But multiculturalism literally means they can live according to their culture in Hamtramck, Michigan, and then they can live according to their culture in some part of Indiana. They can live part of their culture in some part of South Florida, some part of Texas. No. No, no. We already have a culture, traditions, mores, values, based on what I said, and you can come and take part and then worship as you see fit. But you can't change geographical areas of the country and claim it's your culture. Uh-uh. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show. Dinesh D'Souza, bottom of the hour. He's a movie maker. He is, of course, a speaker, a great author. A new book coming out called Police State. We'll break down exactly what he exposes in that movie and an awful lot more. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, actually, we'll get to that in about nine minutes from now. So make sure you stay right where you are to check out Dinesh D'Souza coming up. Incredible information. And in that movie, a lot of people that, that you already know, and it's going to be great information in the movie as well. Let me tell you about Eden Pure. They've got the Thunderstorm Air Purifier. They use proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, a lot more, with over 350,000 already sold. You know it works, and it works very well. Any smell is going to vanish after a few seconds, with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules. They will seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm, and best of all, no filters to buy. Over and over again, that saves you a bunch of money. So why not get these right now? They don't take up any floor space either. In fact, uh, when you get the, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm, you just plug it right into the into the outlet. It works great right from there. And again, no filters means you save a bunch of money. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Put one anywhere you need it. Go to go to the website now, EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. P-A-G-S. Not two Gs, just one. P-A-G-S. Shipping is absolutely free. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. It is going to be uh, James in Minnesota. James, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Um, thank you for uh, taking my call. You I bet. wanted to uh, respond to your uh, your question about uh, whether or not any of your callers uh, think that multiculturalism has worked. Okay. Um, and so I would say that I'm a proponent of that. Okay. How's it worked? 
Um, so I would say that if you were a radio host 100 years ago, you would be saying the identical things about Irish and Italian immigrants in that can we really coexist in a society with Italian and, and uh, Irish immigrants? Because at the time, they were not even considered white. They were not even considered part of American society. Right. Um, and so the iterations that have gone through the decades have been to sort of widen that circle to include all Europeans, yeah. right? Um, and now the sort of uh, the new the new goalposts now are those that are not, uh, as you said, Judeo-Christians, but uh, even look at the uh, Chinese immigrants and the, the building of our early infrastructure um, and their work ethic and the things that they've imparted on American culture. Uh, we do not exist inside of a vacuum with uh, respect to Judeo-Christian beliefs. And I think to believe that is a really, really myopic view of how American culture has evolved um, yeah. since we've, uh, you know, accepted more immigrants uh, into our society. And I'll just say at one last point. Yeah. Um, the pejorative, the pejorative term for Italians, uh, was called WAPS. And, uh, that is an acronym that stands for without papers, meaning that they were illegal immigrants. And so for your Italian listeners, I would say, if you're strongly against illegal immigration, there's a, a pretty high likelihood that your ancestors, uh, immigrated here illegally as well. James, very well said. I gave you two minutes. Now, do me a favor and don't say anything as I answer you. You're dead wrong. I'll tell you why you're dead sure. wrong. Um, and here's the thing. I'm I'm a mostly Italian, and uh, my, my grandfather came with his brothers and his father. Uh, they did it legally through Ellis Island. I'm also uh, Irish. I've got a pr- pretty good percentage of Irish in me. They were not turned away because of multiculturalism based on Judeo-Christian society, they were looked down upon and, lo- and given pejorative terms because they were thought of as being less than, um, and not, not religion-wise, but they were looked at as less than because Southern Italians like me are darker. So it was a very much a prejudice or racist thing about their skin tone. Irish or not, so the Irish, it wasn't about skin tone. It was about those from other parts of Europe looking down on Irish as less than them, having no basis whatsoever in religion. Because as you know, Irish and Italians are, are Christian. And they also come from societies based in Judeo-Christian values, just like this country was founded on. So the idea that 100 years ago I'd be cutting them down because they don't fit into the Judeo-Christian um, um, circumstance is untrue. I, may, I might be saying what you're saying if I had been Irish, uh, not Irish, had I been just from England or just from whatever was the accepted European country, but it had nothing to do with religious values that I've been talking about today. So, dead, I mean, you could not be more wrong. Now, without papers, you're right, but it wasn't only Italians that got the, that got the WOP put on their hands. That was stamped on everybody. But for some reason, it stuck to my people, the Italian people. I don't know why. The term WAP is kind of dumb. I've never really felt very insulted by it. I thought it was just coming from people who were unintelligent. You're not. You're a very, very intelligent guy. But, man, you've got our history so backward. And the idea that you somehow tied it to Judeo-Christian thinking and teachings and values is really why Minnesota, I think, has a lot of problems right now, James. Really appreciate you, you saying what you said. Gave you a couple of minutes. My response was less in length than, than what you had to say. I'm frankly up against a break or else I go back and forth with you. But you've got it wrong. When I talk about multiculturalism, I'm talking about the attempt to change a religious belief or system in a specific area, like a lot of uh, what's happening in, t- in uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, that guys like you are accepting, and you're losing your culture in Minnesota because of it. Have people integrate and, and have people acclimate. Don't just give in. Keep it here. Coming back.